Welcome to the Davy Tree Expert Companies podcast, Talking Trees. I'm your host, Doug Oster. Each week, our expert arborists share advice on seasonal tree care, how to make your trees thrive, arborists' favorite trees, and much, much more. Tune in every Thursday to learn more, because here at the Talking Trees podcast, we know trees are the answer. Well, it's another first on the Talking Trees podcast. I'm with Lou Meyer, and we are actually in person at an event called Mance, the Mid-Atlantic Nursery Trade. What's the S? Show. Okay. Show. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Symposium. <laughs> or soiree. <laughs> Where all the latest uh, new trees and shrubs and plants are introduced, and I bumped into Lou on the floor and longtime listeners, you've you've heard Lou many times. We've had a lot of fun doing the podcast together. So here we are. We've met in person, which is amazing, and been on the floor. So tell me about here, Baltimore at Mance, some of the things that you've seen. Doug, this is an event that we look forward to every year in the industry. It's the largest green trade show on the East Coast, at least, right? Uh, it's it's definitely probably in the country. In the I country, think. it's yeah. huge. Uh, the Baltimore Convention Center is a gigantic building. We've got it completely filled with uh, plant nurseries, nursery um, support systems, all sorts of really cool products in the landscape industry. So we really look forward to this. I'm excited to be here with you, one of my good friends from the uh, <laughs> from the podcast. So this is this is quite the event. The funny thing is. Uh, Jill, Jill Golden, who I work with, Davey, she is, she's uh, worked together setting up this podcast. We've never met, but she said, I can't believe you're meeting Lou Meyer before you're meeting me. Well, that's the way it goes, Jill. That's how it goes. <laughs> you got to get out here. Yeah, coming out to Mance next year. You know, uh, I wanted to start with uh, availability. Uh, I, it, you know, it depends on what part of the country I'm talking to arborists. Some are having trouble sourcing certain materials and others no problem at all so when you were looking around here did you get any feel for availability yeah that's what i've been hearing uh, a real lack of availability there's back order backlog on a lot of products uh, coming from all over the country you know most of the growers are in tennessee oregon um, and a lot out here on the east coast but they're all having trouble keeping up with the demand the industry trend for the past three years has just been absolutely bananas uh, whether it's tree trimming and removals landscape plantings, landscape maintenance. People want to invest in their green assets. Privacy. Privacy. You know, you're, you're stuck at home for a couple of years. <laughs> well, and because people are working more and more from home, they're spending sure. more time at that home office, they really want to invest in the aesthetics of it. It's not just a place to live anymore, but it's a place where they're living, working. Why not make it the best that you can to complement that? So it's you know, home home improvement is is going nuts, and in the green industry, we're really seeing it uh, play out. And so, where do you source your trees? You, you're um, working here, a Baltimore area, mm -hmm. a Maryland area, DC area. Where are you sourcing your plants from? Is it most? Is it from like Davy, but also other places? Yeah, great question. So Davy does have a full nursery in Wooster, Ohio, up by our headquarters in Kent. Uh, where we can get truckload deliveries. It doesn't make sense to order one dogwood from there and have them drive it across the states. But if we have an entire tractor trailer load worth of uh, orders, it does make sense to order from Worcester. Locally here, we like to use a couple of the, um, the nurseries, uh, Patuxent Nursery, which is in Bowie, Maryland. We source a lot from them. Site One is a national partner that we do a lot of work with. 
Uh, they've got some great material here in the Maryland market. Um, and uh, there's a number of other ones <laughs> close by, too. Uh, but the trees are coming from all over the United States. Okay. You know, they, they do grow here as well, but in they always begin somewhere else for the most part. Does it? Do you like order specifically for a project, or do you know that you're going to need, let's just say dogwoods, for instance, do you know that during the season you're going to need 100 dogwoods or something, or how does that work? Yeah, we usually order for the project. So okay. there's, there's two two ways to look at it. One is our commercial landscape division, CLS, Commercial Landscape Services. They do commercial work, so they maintain office parks and business parks, HOAs uh, around here, a lot of government buildings. You interviewed uh, Josh Paquette a sure. few weeks ago, and he takes care of a lot of the federal sites. They will order per project um, because they have large orders. They might be ordering 100 dogwoods and 300 hydrangeas and 400 boxwoods for something. The residential division, uh, the ones that work for homeowners, they also do some landscaping. We do a lot of landscape installations and different residential offices have different levels of landscaping that they get into. When I was with the Cincinnati residential office, for instance, we did a lot of stonework because I happened to do a pretty good job of stonework. So, so we did a lot say. Of, yeah, we did, <laughs> we did dry stack masonry projects. Wow. We did uh, ste- stone steppers, a lot of that. But um, but for the residential offices, for the tree sales, a lot of times w- when we come out to your house, we're removing a, a red oak in your backyard that's dying from hypoxylon. We'll offer a tree planting as well. So, you know, hey, you're removing this tree. Here's another option on your proposal for planting a red maple this fall. And we save all of those so that come October, we know we're going to be planting 60 red maples or white oaks or whatever. And then we place that mass order at once. So when you come to a show like this, what specifically are you looking for? Well, for fun, I'm looking at all the whimsical, cool varieties (laughs) of cultivars and exotic species that are out there because I find them fascinating. I'm also looking for specimen plantings that we could use on specific projects. But really what we're looking for are suppliers who can give us the 10 to 15 species that we use significantly uh, and who can supply us with those. Things like your white oaks, red oaks, dogwoods. Uh, We plant a heck of a lot of crepe myrtles in Maryland, boxwoods, those kinds of things. Oh, I wish we could grow those in Pittsburgh. You kind of can but you get, we had minus 25 and that, that's going to be cut to the ground. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're going to see some, uh, some, uh, zones changing over the next few years. Actually, I was listening to your podcast that was released yesterday with Josh Rongish, uh, who was a Davy Institute of Tree Sciences, 2016, uh, co-graduate of mine and a fellow alumni. Um, <laughs> and he was talking about him and you were talking about how we're starting to look at different zones for plantings. Um, so who knows, in, in 10, 15 years, you might be uh, ground zero for crepe myrtles. It might be great. And let's talk a little bit. I think at a show like this, I see all the time, I like to see the different trends. And I'm talking to people. Have you seen anything like that? Have you seen and talked to people about that sort of thing? Yeah, some things that were, were, were popping up is a, a lack of materials, like we said. So mm-hmm. trouble sourcing that, whether it's because of uh, just the general volume, the need that's out there. Uh, I know staffing at a lot of these nurseries is tough. So, you know, it's it doesn't take a whole lot of people to grow a tree, but it does take a staff to run a nursery. And in any industry right now is, is hurting for that. So that's affecting some of it. Uh, some of the trends I'm seeing on the floor here at Mats this year, <clears throat> a lot more natives. Uh, so native nurseries uh, providing native cultivars. And that's been a growing trend for the past 
know, 15 years mm-hmm. or so. Yeah. A great trend. You know, it's it's going back to what works in your zone and how can we uh, how can we amplify that? You know, sometimes, though, when people hear native, they don't think pretty, mm-hmm. but native and pretty can work together. They certainly can. You got to find that balance. You know, I love planting natives. I am not a purist. I think that throwing in the occasional exotic, non-invasive, put that asterisk out there, non-invasive, but you really want to draw the attention to your garden. Uh, But there are, there are plenty of just stunning natives out there for whatever region you're in. You know, if you like walking in the forest, you like native species. That's what you're going to see a lot of. Well, we know you like walking in the forest from seeing your social media. You take those kids out in the forest all the time, right? We, we sure do. We like to live outside. You know, we're, we're always at the parks. We're always searching those uh, thick-trunked trees for Thick Trunk Tuesday on Twitter. Um, we, we, we love being outdoors. Uh, some other trends that goes along with the natives, a lot of uh, smart irrigation on the floor here today. Mm-hmm. So we have a lot of irrigation options uh, here at Mance and, you know, utilizing the water resources that you have, not wasting those water resources, uh, goes hand in hand with those native plantings of just a good environmental approach to landscaping. So I'm noticing a lot of that. Uh, Also a lot of software, e-software, which is something that you don't expect to see at a nursery show. You expect to see a bunch of trees, which they do have down there. Uh, You know, we've got some great greenery on the floor, but there are a ton of software companies that help nursery managers, landscape managers, even gardeners smartly that's a word, smartly, intelligently manage their green assets. I like smartly better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just how to manage your green assets in a way that makes sense uh, for efficiency. And I think that's brilliant stuff. You know, one thing when I'm at a show like this that I think about looking at what you guys do is some of the unique cultivars here. Talk a little bit about getting to a property where you've got a client that is open to some of this uniqueness and, and something different how much fun that is for you yeah i love getting to know the clients when i meet with clients to talk about plantings i want to get to know their personality where'd you grow up what are you into what colors do you like those kinds of things you know i grew up in cincinnati ohio um in a area- oh i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> hey man it's a good place uh, i know i'm teasing and and i grew up in a in a, in a neighborhood called sycamore uh and I've always had a love for sycamore trees. Now, is that because I grew up there and I have that that memory? I think so. I think that that was implanted. So getting to know people, you know, if they grew up in Oaklawn or if they grew up in uh, Mapledale or or if, if they're into a certain place like that, I, I think that really speaks to you. So getting to know clients, uh, what their approach is, what their likes and dislikes are, what their styles are, can really help you to design if not a landscape, at least a planting that is a successful, you know, you're not going to put in something crazy. That's going to be a high maintenance, um, low success cultivar, yeah. but you, also something that they want to see on a daily basis. The last thing you want to do is plant a tree that they hate. And the next 80 years, you know, trees live a long time. <laughs> you know, it's like getting a pet turtle. It's going to last you a while. <laughs> uh, you make sure you like it. And so uh, back to the show, what kind of other things have you seen here that interested you? Yeah, um, I will say there's a ton of excitement here. And that's that's been really refreshing. Uh, from the minute I walked in the door, you can feel the energy. There's, there's just a buzz in the industry. Well, what's really interesting about that, Lou, that you say that last year for the show, 
right beforehand COVID peaked again. Mm -hmm. And so many of the exhibitors had to pull out. That's why you're, I think you're feeling that here. It's, we feel kind of like, even though we know that we're still battling this, mm -hmm. it's, there's some kind of normalcy to it that everyone's here. That's really cool that everyone's here. The place is filled, mm -hmm. you know, and you've got so many options on what you can see and, and what you could add to your landscape. Yeah, absolutely. The weather's great too. I mean, I got to mention that it's, it's spectacular. It's 45 degrees and there's a chill, but it's still nice. I think last year there were some weather difficulties also, um, but people are thrilled to be here. They're, they're thrilled to be here. They're thrilled to be purchasing landscape materials so that we can then turn around and get them into the ground for our clients and make their properties just all the more better. So it's just a, it's a great excitement to be here. Uh, it's, you know, for some people in the industry, it's a lot of fun to rub elbows with your friends and get to know one another. And you all have a shared story and a shared culture and a shared message that is trees are the answer. Well, one thing that we see at a show like this are new introductions. How, what does a new introduction have to do for you to be able to put it into someone's property? How, what are the, the how do you look at that? Like, well, I'm, I'm not sure it's brand new. How do you deal with that? Yeah, we, we do a lot of research, uh, you know, back at the Davie Institute in Northern Ohio, we're always staying up on trends and what's happening. For me, what's important is resistance to pests and disease. I want my clients to be best served by a plant that is long lived so that it's a wise investment. Uh, so we're looking at those kinds of things. Uh, we're talking to growers to make sure that they're doing it responsibly. They're not just, um, you know, pouring chemicals yeah. into a, into a plant to keep it alive until they sell it to you and then <laughs> good luck. Um, <laughs> and so there's, there's a all around holistic approach to what we're doing. When you see something new and they're pitching it to you, sometimes do you get like a, Oh my, that thing would be perfect for this. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, for us landscapers, uh, the right plant in the right place is, as wonderful as seeing a you know Chevrolet with a Hemi for a gearhead. It's just, <laughs> oh yeah, this is the coolest thing in the world. Uh, for me, it's just a sense of beauty. So we had a presentation uh, for the media uh, earlier today, and they were presenting a new Arborvita that did I say that right? Mm -hmm. Arborvita. Yeah, Arborvita. Arborvita. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> that grows like super fast. You know, it, it says that they the claim is uh, usually it would take three years to get this big. Now it only takes two to get this ah, big. So, OK, uh, that, I guess that's just part of the fun of a, a show like this. You know, I'm sure you get pitched a lot of ideas. I get pitched a lot of ideas. These plants need to be trialed first before, like, I'm going to tell people about them. You know, just because it's the newest, latest creation you don't know what it's going to do in the wild right especially when we're planting you know a hundred arborvitae on a property yeah, you know when, when one of our clients says we need to develop a screen i don't want to use a product that i don't know very well for that um so yeah we we we, we stand by all of our our products we you know what we plant in the ground and that comes from the growers themselves and so we're, we're making sure that it's the right stuff you know one question i don't think i've ever asked you what is the hardest part of your job or some of the hardest things for your job? Does anything come to mind? I mean, there's difficulties in all jobs. Uh, for me, it is, it's when 
things don't go right. When a tree does die, for instance, you know, which I, can happen no matter no matter how well you plant it. Something could have happened to it before you got it. Right. But, you know, plants die. That's that's part of it. Right. And and I know that, and you know that, and <laughs> usually the clients know that. But you know, having to go back and replant, and I don't mind doing it. You know, because I, I understand that that trees do die. But um, there is a certain disappointment to it, even when you do it. Uh, trust me, I think anyone that works in this industry knows. No matter if you do everything right, sometimes it's weather, sometimes it's insects, sometimes it's a disease. You never know what it is sometimes the client's not watering it <laughs> right oh yeah no the, the the products that we sell for for homeowners and business owners are in flux it's not a static product like a roof or a driveway or a sidewalk or even you know an electrical system where once it's in it's in what we're selling is a product that is a living product that is living it's breathing it's ingesting and so there's a lot of input that decides and dictates whether it is a success or not and our job of managing expectations is really important in managing the needs of the plant itself and and what the client needs to do to keep it alive now let's hear about the fun part of your job because uh, i see it every time we talk and when we do these podcasts remotely we're seeing each other so now we're in person Lou's always smiling. <laughs> Lou is always smiling. And I must imagine that when you're out on these properties that you have a lot of fun with your clients. I do. And, we, you know, we have some really cool properties that we take care of. We talked about some of the historic ones a few, t- few weeks ago on one of our podcasts. You know, here in Baltimore, we take care of the National Aquarium, which is right next to the convention center here. I finally got to see it. Yeah. I finally got to see the aquarium. Yeah. Amazing. So the indoor rainforest there, we take care of that. The, the wow. trees outside. Yeah, we've got crews that go in there. Uh, the Baltimore Zoo is another client of ours, longtime client that's a lot of fun to work you know, hanging over the lion's uh, enclosure and pruning out the oak trees. And, oh, yeah. that, 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 <laughs> that picture of, in yep. my mind is, is really scary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Know, talk about safety. It's talk about safety. <laughs> yeah. When you hear that thing roar underneath <laughs> you, whoo, you get moving. Uh, no, it's a, it's a blast. I get to get on to some really fascinating properties. You know, most of my clients, if not all, I've I really like working with. I, I can't think in my head of any that I have not enjoyed. Um, you know, I do like some of those. I like it when my clients are into trees. I like it when they're into nature. Um, you know, we get called out to properties occasionally where people say, I love every tree except for the ones that are next to my house and on my property. I want you to cut them down. And think, <laughs> ah, that's just heartbreaking. <laughs> and sometimes you do have to take down a healthy, okay tree for whatever reason. Maybe it's a construction project that's coming in or, um, or they know they're going to be doing gas work underneath that tree for whatever reason. That's that's one of the, the heartbreaking moments when we have to, to remove healthy, happy trees. Yeah. But but that's part of you know that's part of the the the, the community. That's part of being alive, and and that's the work we do. Well, Lou, I can't tell you how nice it is to finally meet. Likewise, after seeing each other on Zoom, I've been thinking a lot about this because so many of the people that I work with now. I don't meet mm-hmm. uh, that we see each other only on a screen, but yet we we do connect that way. We do we are able to to know like boy when we do meet in person it's going to be awesome. And I have to tell you, it is absolutely awesome to meet you. You better believe it, Doc. This has been an absolute pleasure. Uh, every time I talk to you is a lot of fun, and I, I hope the the message going out there is great too. So thanks for having me on. All right, we'll talk to you next time.
Tune in every Thursday to the Talking Trees podcast from the Davy Tree Expert Company. I'm your host, Doug Oster. Do me a favor, subscribe to the podcast so you'll never miss an episode. And do you have an idea for a show or want to send some feedback? Just send me an email at podcasts, that's plural, at davy.com. That's P-O-D-C-A-S-T-S at D-A-V-E-Y dot com. And as always, we'd like to remind you on the Talking Trees podcast, as Lou said, trees are the answer. 